Hey, and welcome back to Sunday Replay. My name's Jace, and I'm excited that you chose to join us for today's online audio worship experience. If you're one of our US listeners, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. You know, I am full of stuffing and ham because I refuse to eat the turkey right now, um, but I hope that you had a good Thanksgiving too. And even if you didn't celebrate, or maybe you're not here in the US and, and not celebrating Thanksgiving at this time of the year, I do hope that you're excited as we enter this season of Advent. But first, before we do that, today we are finishing our stewardship series called Earn, Save, Give. So here's Rev Jefferson. Well, happy Meditation Sunday to all of you. I'm glad that you are here today. Our scripture for this morning comes from 2 Corinthians, and it's found in chapter 9, and it begins with verse 6. Remember, a stingy planter gets a stingy crop. A lavish planter gets a lavish crop. I want each of you to take plenty of time to think it over and make up your own mind what you will give. That will protect you against sob stories and arm twisting. God loves it when the giver delights in giving. God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything. More than just ready to do what needs to be done. As one psalmist put it, he throws caution to the winds, giving to the needy in reckless abandon. His right living, right giving ways never run out, never wear out. This most gracious God, who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals, is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something that you can give away, which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. Carrying out this social relief work involves far more than helping meet the bare needs of poor Christians. It also produces abundant and bountiful thanksgivings to God. This relief offering is a prod to live at your very best, showing your gratitude to God by being openly obedient to the plain meaning of the message of Christ. You show your gratitude through your generous offerings to your needy brothers and sisters, and really, to everyone. Meanwhile, moved by the extravagance of God in your lives, They'll respond by praying for you in passionate intercession for whatever you need. Thank God for this gift, his gift. No language can praise it enough. The word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. That reading was from the message translation of the Bible, which is a very modern translation, and if you're not familiar with it, I invite you to pick it up sometime and give it a read. It, uh, 
It can be very beautiful and insightful. We have been in a sermon series these last few weeks called Earn, Save, Give, responding to the challenge and the words of John Wesley. And this week, we are concluding that series with Give. So since I knew that Give was going to fall on Meditation Sunday, thanks a lot, Mark, um, I've been giving it a lot of thought. And I want to ask you, how do you honor God? How do you honor God in your life? So as I was thinking about giving and what I would talk about this morning, several things came to mind, one of which was the fact that my dad, when I was growing up, loved to tell me family stories. He told me just enough so I wouldn't disavow being part of the family. And one of the stories that he told me was when he was a little boy and he was growing up in uh, central North Carolina. And he had a great aunt whom he adored. He also had four brothers and three sisters, and this great aunt would round up all these children, and she would take them on an evening to tent revival meetings. Now, if none of you are familiar with what a tent revival meeting is, some, we hope, well-meaning evangelist comes into town, and they erect a tent, and... Uh, People come in the evening, and there is singing, and it is fabulous, and there is preaching, and it can be a little fiery, and it can be a little, a little uh, hell-bent on, on scaring people to death, but it becomes very joyous, and as the evening progresses, the decibel level keeps rising as people get more and more, as my dad would say, slain in the spirit. Now, my dad said none of this really interested him to go to this revival meeting, except that when the people got really excited, they would begin to jump around. And as they got even more excited, they would begin to roll around on the, on the ground. At which point, <laughs> you're ahead of me, my dad <laughs> and his brothers would also start to roll around on the ground, but not because they're slain in the spirit. They loved the idea that the change was flying out of these men's pockets. <laughs> and my dad said he and his brothers in their rolling around would begin to collect this change. <laughs> this excited him. He thought, wow, when's the next one? Now, he said his aunt, my great aunt, was no fool, and she knew precisely what was going on. And so she told the boys, you have to give the change back to the person whose pocket it flew out of. Well, that was easier said than actually done. But then she said, and if you don't know who gets the change, it goes in the collection plate. My dad said they did put change in the collection plate. However, 
they managed to tithe a little back <laughs> to themselves. He also told me he, had, he hoped that he had been forgiven for that. He hoped he had been forgiven for that. So giving, responsible giving, what is responsible giving? What is honoring God through our giving? Some years ago, a uh, pretty well-known gospel and blues singer, Linda Hopkins, was a very dear friend of mine, and she invited me one Sunday evening to go to church with her downtown in L.A. And so I went, and there were probably six or 700 people in this auditorium. It was packed. Now, there was wonderful preaching. There was certainly some wonderful singing. And it also got very exciting to be there. There was also shouting. We don't have enough shouting in church, do we? We need more shouting in church. Come on. We're grateful, are we not? Thank you. You can roll around if you want to. Nobody's going to judge you. <laughs> so I went to this service, and it was wonderful. Now, nobody rolled around on the floor. You could tell from the smartness of their dress that that was not going to happen. These were very dignified people. But then it came time for the offering. And a very, very serious-looking man in a very serious dark suit with a starched white shirt and a very Republican-looking tie got up to give the offertory. And he gave the offertory. And it was, it was wonderful what he talked about, giving to God out of the blessings that we have received. And then, coming forward, were about 10 or 12 men, also in very serious-looking suits, who lined up across the front of the, of the uh, chancel area, and they were holding collection plates. And the man who had given the offertory was going to invite people to come forward. But this is what he said. I want to invite forward first all of those people who are giving $100 or more to come forward. And people came. And then he invited the $75 people and the $50 people and the $25 people. And I went, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, can all of these people who are giving $100 afford to give it or is it that they don't want to not be seen coming forward with that group? They are being shamed into, into giving more than they can, can really give. That's not responsible spiritual giving to me, not to be shamed. When I was a teenager, I remember sitting in church on a Sunday morning. I think I was about 13 or 14. My little brother was seated next to me, and it came time for the offering. And they began to pass the offering plates down, down the rows. And uh, I took out a dollar to put in the offering plate. And then I, I wanted my brother to be able to have something to put in the plate as well, and I gave him a dollar. And he turned to me and he asked me if I had change for it. I said, why do you need change for this? He says, because I want to tithe 10% of this 
into the offering. I said to him, I applaud your understanding of the principle. He was about eight. I applaud your understanding of the principle, but the entire dollar goes in the plate that I gave you. He looked at me and he said, we'll discuss this over Sunday dinner. <laughs> we did. My brother was a character then. He's a grandfather now and he is still a character. Responsible giving, that which we give to God. So what is, what is the point of all of this? Giving is meant to be from the heart. Giving to God is a show of our faith in a God who is forever faithful to us and pours out blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Unfortunately, we don't always recognize those blessings. I really like that here at Harmony, we're not going to ask the $100 people to come forward, although I did consider it for about a minute. <laughs> no, I didn't. Thank you, Beth. Beth knows me too well. We have, a, we have other ways of giving. You can put it in the joy box, which is back hanging on the wall. And nobody knows but God and the people who collect that what you are giving. It is an anonymous way to give to support the ministry of this church. We also have a barcode. When I was growing up, who would have thought there would be a barcode? We didn't have computers. I'm going to deny my age, but we had a rotary phone. <laughs> and it was turquoise. turquoise. <laughs> right? Anybody remember those? Remember when the first push-button phone came in and it had a star and, and a tic-tac-toe sign on there? I remember everybody, everybody, I don't know what that is. Everybody kept saying, what is this going to do? This doesn't have anything, this doesn't have any meaning. What is this going to do? And we would all walk over to the phone and we'd press it, waiting for something to happen. And nothing happened. Thank, thank you, God, that I live to see what's going to happen when we... Plus. God has showered abundance upon us, blessing upon blessing upon blessing. And our giving is like a seed that is planted. It is saying, I am going to trust you, God, with this, that it might grow and prosper and do wonderful work wonderful work in the world. We grow that seed of our faith through our prayer and, yes, through our meditation and through our belief that God is indeed abundant. You cannot outgive God. There is no end to God. There is no end to what God can pour out. It is God's blessing is not a case of if you have it, there's not enough for people over here God's blessing is unconditional, and it is without end. And when we give our gift, we can say thank you to God 
for providing all that I need when and as I need it. We are indeed, each and every one of us, partners in a faith community. And I hope for that we are exceedingly grateful. Every other month, I attended to Zay service on a Wednesday evening. If anybody ever wants to go to that with me, see me and we'll arrange to go. It's in North Hollywood. If you've never been to a Tizay service, what that is, it is periods of spiritual reading followed by music that is sung in a very chant form that really moves us into a place of deeper meditation. It's been said that when we sing, we pray twice. And so we sing. And then there are several periods during the hour of quiet, reflective meditation. I love how they take the offering there at the end. They ask people to take their offering in their hand and to place it over their heart. And then they ask that everybody say the following affirmation. From the love of pure spirit within me, I bless this gift. I send it forth to heal and bless and prosper. It is evidence of my faith and my belief. I send it out into the world and it returns to me abundantly. I love that affirmation. Actually, when I write the check to that church in the memo, I always write, thank you. And that thank you is a thank you to Spirit God. This morning on your chairs, we have placed some pledge cards. And as we look towards 2024 and the budget of the church in 2024, it is helpful to know where the church stands faithfully and financially. So I don't ask you to fill these out now. We don't want you to do this. We want you to take them home. And we want you to pray about them and meditate about them on what you can estimate your giving for 2024 to be. Know this. What you write on there is your desire to give that which God has blessed you with forward. But it is not a contract that you need worry that you're not going to be able to fulfill. Trust God to walk with you through this. But fill this out and bring it back to the church. And on December the 17th, in our service, we're gonna collect the cards, and we're gonna pray over them. We're gonna consecrate them in a way that says thank you for being faithful in your giving to this church, but in giving to Spirit God. So I, you can take your pledge card, or you can just take your hand and put it on your heart. And say with me this beautiful, beautiful affirmation. From the love of pure spirit within me, I bless this gift. I send it forth to heal and bless and prosper. It is evidence of my faith and belief. 
I send it out into the world, and it returns to me abundantly. As I thought about this affirmation, I was reminded of some beautiful words of theologian and teacher Meister Eckhart, who said, if the only prayer that you ever utter is thank you, that will be enough. In just a moment, we will enter into our time of guided meditation. And as we prepare for that time, Gaddison and Lamy are going to lead us in a musical prayer. So take heart, let his love lead us through the night, and hold on to hope, and take courage again, and death by love, the fallen world is over. freedom in his name all our fears are swept away he never fails oh he never fails so take heart let his love lead us through the night yeah, yeah. so hold on to hope So oh. 
It's time for the Sunday Replay Halftime Show, where every week we take a few moments just to share a few of the awesome things going on in our faith community that you can be a part of. So on the first Sunday of December this year, December 3rd, we're having a joint service at the Hollywood campus. So please don't come to Harmony that day. Instead, join us at Hollywood United Methodist Church, just over the hill over in Hollywood for a joint worship experience for our entire faith community. And we'll be celebrating with our bishop as we unveil and celebrate the start of the Advent season. So I hope that you will be there with us. And if you're not able to join us in person, you can still watch the service online on Harmony's Facebook page. Just know that it'll go live at 11 a.m. instead of our usual 10.30 a.m. And if you have any questions about this joint worship experience, you can contact Rev Kathy, that's R-E-V-K-A-T-H-Y at HollywoodUNC.org. We also have the Christmas shop coming up soon and this is an opportunity hosted by the family ministries at our Hollywood campus for us to give back to other families in need during the Christmas season. Now December 3rd is the last day to make a donation if you would like to contribute to the Christmas shop. If you want more information you can find more on our social pages but also you can contact Kevin that's k-e-v-i-n at hollywoodumc.org and he'll be happy to share about how you can contribute to the Christmas shop. Also for families in need, if you are looking for ways to provide presents to your children this holiday season, make sure to contact Kevin and see if there's a way to get involved in the Christmas shop this year. Also on the Harmony Podcast Network, we have a very special episode of short stories coming this week on Wednesday. So I hope you'll tune in to the Our Story, the Podcast Network, wherever you listen to podcasts to hear this special episode that we've prepared for you. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Replay Halftime Show. Now here's Rev. Jefferson with this month's meditation. For our time of meditation, I want to invite any of you who rather than sit in your chair would like to stretch out on the floor and meditate. You're certainly welcome to do that. There's some spaces in the seats if you want to stretch out on, on one of the rows. That's okay, too. Whatever it is that is comfortable for you as you come into a time of of meditation. So I want to invite you to get comfortable where you are seated. 
and begin to breathe. It is indeed our breath that gives us our focus and keeps us centered in this beautiful, amazing present moment. Breathe in, breathe out, close your eyes if that's comfortable for you. Let your breath be full, a full breath in, and then a full breath out. And just relax into this moment, knowing that you are in a safe and beautiful place, surrounded by others who love you and that the presence of God is indeed in this place and is right where you are to open you up to understanding still more of God's incredible, unconditional love. As we meditate, what we know is that the answers that we seek are found in the silence between our thoughts. Notice that in your chest, in your heart area, there is a beautiful, glowing, pulsing, vibrant light. This light is the presence of Spirit God right where you are. This God is a God of abundance. This God is a God of healing. This is a God that opens us up to still greater understanding of spirit God moving in our lives, going before us to make our journey perfect. As you visualize this light within your chest and as you breathe, visualize this light moving up into your shoulders through your neck, on up through your face until it rests in your forehead in that space in the center just between your eyes. 
See this light blessing you, expanding and opening up the cathedral of your mind to new discovery. New discovery of Spirit God acting in and through and as your life. What we know is that this beautiful presence of God is forever with us, for we can never be alone. But when we come into a quiet time of reflection and we open our mind, the cathedral of our mind, to greater understanding and awareness, we can discover that presence so much more beautifully as it opens us up to greater revelations of the power and the grace of this beautiful presence. it in your life that you need God to show up. We know that God is already there, but we, for whatever reason, have not been aware of God's presence there. So very lightly, without going off into a story about it, bring to mind a person an event, an occasion, something in your life where you wish to experience in a greater degree the Spirit of God. See God in that place, bringing peace. bringing love and bringing grace. And see yourself walking in that place with God in peace.
see this light that is in your forehead begin to move down through your body, back through your face, your head, to your shoulders, down your arms, through your wrists and into your hands and fingers. See that light again at your shoulders and moving down through the front of your chest and your upper back, down through your stomach area and your lower back, down your legs, through your knees, on down through your ankles and into your feet and your toes. This beautiful flow of this beautiful light brings you healing, brings you security and comfort, and offers you peace. This light, as it moves through you, touches each and every cell and atom of your being, restoring them to perfect health and wellness. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But he also said, you are the light of the world. And so this light is the blessing of the Christ moving through you. See that light as it begins to hold you in a beautiful cocoon of its beautiful glowing presence. And then see that light as it moves out to connect with the light of everyone else in this space as it grows in energy and brightness. And together, we send this light out into the world. that it may bless others, that it may give them hope, that it may assuage their fears and let them know that they are not alone, but that God is with them. you to bring something to mind for which you give God gratitude, to breathe with a thankful heart for that blessing that you have received.
as we rest in the breath, we can affirm through the Spirit of God within us, we bless these moments of reflection. We allow God to speak to us, to guide us, to lead us forth in grace. As you continue to rest in your breath, know that you are never alone, for God is always right where you are at every moment. At any time, you can turn within and breathe and feel the grace and the power, the love, and the, and the healing of Spirit God. As you are breathing, I invite you to slowly, as you are ready, bring your awareness back into this physical space. Feeling the weight of your body on the chair or on the floor. Open your eyes when you are ready. And know that you have been blessed. That Spirit God has revealed to you the wonders of this spiritual kingdom and that as you go forth you will continue to understand more of what you have experienced in this meditation and having come here today as I always like to remind you who you are when you leave was not who you were when you came in God bless you Namaste Amen. I hope that that meditation was enlightening and also soul fueling for you as we close out the month of November. Now, if you've been moved by the Earn, Save, Give sermon series and you're ready to make a pledge for how you would like to support the faith community in 2024, you can contact Pastor Mark, that's M-A-R-K at HollywoodUMC.org and he would love to talk to you about how you can make a pledge to give back to God. Thanks for listening to Sunday replay. This week's guests were Rev. Jefferson Beaker and the Harmony Worship Band. This episode was produced by Donna Miller and hosted by me, Jace Lucas. Sunday Replay is a part of the Harmony Podcast Network from Harmony to Luca Lake, a campus of Hollywood United Methodist Church. And you can find us on Facebook at 
at HarmonyTL or on Instagram at Harmony underscore TLC, where you can learn more about everything happening in our church. Be sure that you like, rate, comment, subscribe, download, and share this episode. It really helps us to continue producing new content on the network. And I hope that you'll join us again next Tuesday for another episode of Sunday Replay when we kick off the Advent season. But until then, as Pastor Mark likes to say, peace.